what is the point of having a screwdriver if you don't know how to use it? What is the wrench of having a calculator if you don't know how to use it? What is the point of having a drill if you don't know how to use it? Now, the reason that I'm posing these questions to you is because we have brains and minds, but the lack of understanding of how the brain and our minds work often can lead us to places in which we're quite ignorant as to what's actually going on and how we are actually being programmed and taken advantage of and victims of our own ignorance. Now, today we're going to talk about mainly the human psyche. Now, we're going to talk about the components of your brain. Now, it's very important to understand your brain because like I asked all those questions to begin with, if you don't understand your brain, then how can you truly use it? If you don't know anything that I speak on today, which I'd assume most of you won't because this isn't things that are put out there necessarily, but this is science. If you don't know what I'm about to say, then how could you truly say you've been using your mind correctly or your brain at all? Interesting question, right? <laughs> now, I'd say one of the main benefits to this mere physical knowledge, which is a cult, which is esoteric, is that those who are not aware can be exploited and even manipulated to fit the desires of those in control. If you don't know what's going on, then more than likely... You're a piece on a chessboard. Now that may be, that may offend your ego. If it does, I'm going to say again, you are probably a piece on the chessboard of life. Now, occult knowledge is the basis of the world. It's what maintains the main power differential between the masses and what is called the 1%. Now, believe it or not, the same people that run the world definitely understand the human psyche and how the brain what the brain is made up out of so before we can even grasp the exploitation that's taking place we actually need to understand the human psyche because there'll be no point so there's three complexes to your brain three now stay with me <laughs> these complexes are the reptilian brain the mammalian brain and the human brain. So let's first begin with the reptilian brain since I spoke about it. The reptilian brain is responsible for our survival mechanism. It developed to provide us with our fight or flight response. So back in the saber tooth days when a saber tooth tiger was there, fight or flight would kick in. You understand what I'm saying? And it's completely necessary. It's a survival. It's a survival mode of thinking. Remember that. Now, when this brain is active, cortisol is released, which is a stress hormone, which kicks up our adrenaline and gets blood pumping, which enables us to do that fight or flight response. This is helpful for dangerous situations as we may need to run or fight, which is which when which when an individual is actually living in the reptilian side of their brain, creative and intuitive thought is restricted because remember your main focus is survival so you're focusing on the danger the pessimism the scarcity and the secretion of cortisol 
weakens the immune system. So cortisol is the stress hormone that's released when fight or flight kicks in and this lowers the immune system. So just think about how they were playing around with COVID in the media, making it seem much more worse than it is, probably to induce the stress hormone to most definitely lower that immune system. Moving on, we have the mammalian brain. This complex of the brain is responsible for the limbic system. It is responsible for handling the emotions in our bodies. You understand me? So whenever we're feeling happy or sad or motivated or demotivated, that is our mammalian brain in play. It also contains the amygdala, which is a structure that gives us the ability to be able to relate to people. It's quite an important aspect of our brain when it comes to social function. Now, for example, whenever someone around us is in a bad mood, typically we can get in a bad mood. That's that's a sign of an actively working amygdala. We then have the human brain. The human brain is a bit more complicated than the others. It contains the neocortex, the left and right hemispheres of the brain. The neocortex is responsible for a higher order of thinking, perception, philosophical thought and intuitive thought. The neocortex is actually a very funny word. Now, if you've watched The Matrix, you know the main guy's called Neo. The neo part of the neocortex just means new in Latin. It represents the new man. If you've read your Bible, you'll know about the new man. It all ties in. Those who have the, those individuals who have those their neocortexes working can be described as enlightened. So typically, this is people seen like Jesus or Buddha. It is the moment when you become, and I really hate this word, woke. (laughs) However, before having the ability to be able to have your neocortex fully functioning, you must first establish a unity of the left and right hemispheres of the brain. So, the left hemisphere of the brain is responsible for logical, focused and planned orderly you could say mathematical or scientific thought. It is the analytical side of your mind. You understand what I'm saying? Now, issues arise when there's a balance between the hemispheres of your brain. A left hemisphere imbalance leads to a destabilization of the neocortex, which typically goes like this. Emotions will be suppressed. The person will be ruled by selfishness and base desires. And finally, they can develop into a control and dominative personality. Now we've seen this type of thinking. It's the type of thinking we see in eugenics and authoritarian. Authoritarian? I think that's the word. Author- yeah, author- authoritarian concepts. Now we then have the right hemisphere of the brain. The right hemisphere of the brain is responsible for creative, intuitive, insight, holistic, and imagination. Now Issues arise, just like the left hemisphere, if there's an imbalance. A dominance in right hemisphere brain activity leads to a destabilization of the neocortex and survival instincts will be suppressed. Individuals will become submissive, naive, have extreme blind belief and become willing slaves. This thinking has led to missionary agendas, extreme religious beliefs and forceful conversions of religious groups upon another now we've seen this 
typically in what the English did in Scandinavia, you know, forcing people to take on Jesus Christ and their savior. We've seen English people, Christianity do this in Africa. This is the type of thinking that people that are right brain hemisphere focused merely are in the state. And now when both, when we actually get a balance of both left and right hemispheres of the brain, this allows free thought. You're no longer in that program state of mind, that program state of mind. You're no longer in that cage, that invisible cage that you don't even know you're in. The balance enables the neocortex to act as the executive command center of the brain. This is when we have holistic thought, which is a combination of intellectual and creative, which then allows for us to manifest our desires much easier. The mistake people make when attempting to bend reality first is not having balanced their mind as within, as without. There's no way that you'll be able to bend reality to the way you want if you can't even balance your mind. Now, knowing all of that, let's examine the world as we see it. There's definitely a game being played. Like I said at the beginning of this, we are all pieces on a chessboard. And until you become aware of the type of knowledge that we speak about on this podcast, you will remain a piece on the chessboard. And once you internalize this knowledge, you become a spectator of a game. When you see other people, you'll see them as pieces, unfortunately, on the board being moved by the will of others without them even knowing. Now, like I said, there is a game being played here. The rulers of the earth know how this works, definitely. What they purposely have done is create environments which keep us in our reptilian brain. If you remember what I said about the reptilian brain, it's survival mode thinking. The reason I've done this is because when we are functioning from this mode of thinking, we are restricted from holistic thought and our focus is upon the illusions which they've created. They will create environments of poverty, violence, drugs and crime so that those people in those environments are more focused on surviving as opposed to knowledge of self and the activation of the neocortex. This is why when we're in that survival mode of thinking, it's very hard to think about meditation, peace, and spirituality, which, when all first mastered, makes the pursuit of money too easy. Nothing is coincidental. You must remove the fog from your eyes. Think about it. You go and talk to somebody from the ghetto, and I know because I was raised in the ghetto, You go talk to someone in the ghetto about meditation, prosperity, internal prosperity, and meditation. I feel like I said that twice. doesn't matter. Either way, you go talk to them about those things and see if that's something that they even pay attention to. It's not. Because when you're in a survival mode of thinking, the only thing you're thinking about is how you're going to eat. How you're going to feed your family. How you're going to provide. How you're going to pay the rent. How are you going to pay the bill? Now, I know it's very difficult when you're in this mode of thinking to come out of it because I had to. But you need to transcend this level. You need to come out of the reptilian brain. And you can only do that by attempting to focus on the other things which I've just listed. Now, 
the masses will always continue to be the plaything of outside circumstances so long as they do not understand the inside circumstances. I'm going to say that again because I think it was a bar. The masses will continue to be the plaything of outside circumstances so long as they do not understand the inside circumstances. This all goes back to the law of correspondence straight out the Kabbalion as within, as without, as above, as so below. Like I said, the good thing is we can break out of this programming. You must take time to observe your thinking and establish a balanced thought. In doing so, you'll actually be playing around with the hemispheres of your brain. When it comes to this type of knowledge of manifestation and reality creation, if you come across somebody who's like, nope, doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know, the universe doesn't work like that, da 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 you know, it's not logically possible, then more or less you're talking to somebody who's left hemisphere balanced. Not balanced, dominated, sorry. Because remember, even humans are created in the law of duality, which once again reverts to another law in the Kabbalion, the law of polarity. Hot, cold, you know, dry, wet, light, dark, good, evil. Duality is a constant fractal pattern in nature. Even down to our design, your psyche has a left and a right. Now, funnily enough, religious people actually always speak evil upon the left side of things. Which is funny, because the left is equal to the right. Which is why when the left and the right are together, they're balanced. So that doesn't make any sense. And if you ever come across somebody who's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to visualize every day. I'm not even... I'm not even work for my dreams on this physical plane I'm just gonna sit around and visualize and burn my incense and rub my crystals together and the universe will just move to me yeah that's also nonsense that is somebody who is right brain dominated you understand what I'm saying the type of person that will be like if I jump off this building this 80 foot building into concrete Jesus Christ will save me. That's someone with a right brain, right right hemisphere dominance. Now, the reason why I'm choosing two, both those extreme examples is because one must understand that these extremes are equal. And what one needs to do is to balance that. Once you have a balance of left and right hemisphere... That is when the neocortex in your mind actually gets activated. That's when things actually start to shift for you. Now remember, three complexes of the brain. Reptilian, mammalian, and the human brain. The reptilian is where we start off at. We start off in the reptilian, unfortunately. And what you really want to focus on is the human brain. The neocortex, the left and the right hemisphere of things. Once one establishes a balance in hemispheres of the brain, like I said, everything will everything will shift. But in order to actually know where you stand, 
you need to do some deep introspection actually think about it now this type of work this type of work that we do is very imperative that you're honest with yourself because you can you can't lie to your soul so introspection is definitely necessary and with that being said internalize this understand how your brain works and how it's being exploited just from the way environments created even if you want to look at the environments of the wealthy people typically there's a lot of space and there's a lot of nature there's a reason for that typically the ghettos are cramped and dangerous and violent this all goes back to reptilian and the neocortex left and right hemisphere the environments of the world are literally created around that the environment is literally in a reinforcement of a reflection of the state of mind that person is in at that given time so with that being said thank you very much for your time and keep listening